raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. And now it is time to trend in a different sense. Sam Purley joins us, Hornets.com writer. You can follow him on Twitter, at Sam Purley. Sam, how excited are you today? As soon as the pick was made, did your hand just start trembling as to all the things that you're going to type <laughs> the on the website? Yeah, well, uh, first off, thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's to finally have some sort of, um, I guess the word would be resolution after the draft proce- process. You know, you, you know who your guys are coming to Charlotte, and now you can kind of, uh, you know, stop wondering what it's going to be like when you're in Charlotte. Those guys are in Charlotte now. So uh, I would say there's definitely clarity and there's an excitement. And, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to kind of uh, – I'm thrilled with what transpired on draft night last night, for sure. So what things excite you the most about Brandon Miller, just from a basketball aspect, what he's going to bring to Buzz City? Uh, versatility. I mean, that's that's the number one thing that comes to mind. The versatility he has, uh, obviously, tremendously talented, three-level scorer, uh, great rebounder, great playmaker. He's got size, he's got length. Um, I think there's a world – I mean, there's so many things you can do with him when he starts to kind of get acclimated to the NBA – uh, I think you can play him two to four. I think he can defend up to four positions in the NBA. I mean, it's it's the kind of guy that all NBA teams are looking for right now. These six nine two way versatile wings. They've got um, you know lots of size, lots of length. Uh, they can play on both ends of the floor. So um, that's what makes me excited about him. It's just there's a lot of things you can do and a lot of places that you can kind of plug him in. Sam Purley joining us here, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Follow this man on Twitter, at Sam underscore Purley. Always good for some fantastic stats as the regular season rolls around. And if you want some good write-ups on the prospects and the players they drafted, go check him out, his coverage on Hornets.com. So, Sam, as Brandon Miller continues to be the focal point of this draft class, how does he fit with this team? How does he fit with LaMelo? Do you like those guys in the backcourt? It's a lot of arms being 6'7", 6'9". It's a lot of length coming at you at the 1-2 spot, even moving him down to 3. It feels like we can get a bigger lineup than we used to be able to put out there on the court. Oh, for sure, yeah. And I I don't know necessarily where he'll – I think right now on paper you kind of look at him as a 3. I think at some point he can get to the 2. I think in in smaller lineups he can play the 4, and that's what makes him uh, such an intriguing talent and so valuable is there's a lot of different things you can do with him. That is his fit. His fit is a bunch of different spots, and depending on uh, who you've got around him or things like that, there's a lot of options in terms of bigger lineups. You can go with smaller lineups, um, and I'll just keep going back to the word, that versatility. I mean, that's what NBA teams are looking for right now is guys that can do everything and play positionless basketball. So his fit is kind of uh, a blank slate right Mm -hmm. now because, you know, it's it's there's a lot you can work with. I want to know some of your opinions on the other guys they drafted because, I mean, some of these players are even more celebrated just because of the value that you get with someone like Nick Smith Jr., somebody that was top three in the top 100 class coming out of high school. Sam, I love James Najee, man. I'm going to need you. I, I need you to meet my excitement level on James Najee with the defensive potential. Gets as low as any of these big guy prospects out there on the perimeter. I love those two picks, and you have somebody athletic with Amari Bailey being 41, how did you like the draft class even after Brandon Miller? Yeah, to start with Nick Smith, I mean, that was a guy that, you know, I was watching the, the draft with, like everyone else, obviously last night, watching with Sam Farber, and you're watching the picks kind of roll off in the late teens and the early 20s, and it's 
Oh, Nick Smith is still on the yeah. board. It's like you know, you know that he was a, uh, I think third third in high school class last year, and uh, he's in Arkansas. I mean, it just it, it never really got off the ground. He had injuries, and I think he kind of came back and tried to play through it, and it just never really kind of got his footing. But uh, you don't become a top three high school recruit without being a, a really really tremendous talent, and I think that's what he is. I think he's got great size. I think he's six five. He's got a six seven six eight wingspan or something like that um still very young can shoot um obviously can defend can play both guard spots so uh and in Alabama, or in arkansas excuse me there was a you know they had three guys drafted i mean there was a lot of talent there so you go in there and you kind of have to adjust to a role with how the guys around you too so uh and amari bailey same thing too top end high school talent i think he played well at ucla but that was a, a veteran team at ucla that obviously had high final four ambitions and you kind of go in there and, and you got to take on a role he's a great shooter again size at the guard position you saw kind of a, a theme here with these picks uh with brandon miller and bailey and um nick smith in particular young guys a lot of length a lot of size and they can all potentially play um if you count miller in the backcourt at some point unfortunately i cannot comment uh for a company man it was that's still right waiting. sam i tried to dupe you i'm yes. sorry let me i will praise james Najee. Yes. you can be excited once that is official because you have to trade for him and we have to make sure that he comes over from the team that he's playing for right now barcelona so yeah that's uh that's a great point from sam yes. i apologize no you're good we're it's... gonna pass it to wes and he's not gonna get you in trouble like i just tried <laughs> to do that's gonna be a great thing all right sam Purley joining us on the body works plus guest hotline he is the hornets.com writer you can follow him on Twitter at Sam underscore Pearly. Sam, with Amari <laughs> Baylor, this was a guy I was really intrigued with. We know he averaged around 11 points and two assists uh, in 30 games for UCLA last season. He was on the Pac-12 all-freshman team, and then in the tournament, he gets hot and goes 17, five rebounds, three assists. And normally players like that start to get really hot, shoot up those draft boards. So why do you feel like, or what did you hear as to why he was still available for the Hornets in the second round? Yeah, and I think it's it's not so much, you know, he fell or anything like that. I think he was kind of projected to go, um, you know, it kind of depends on what you're looking at. Some guys, if you're looking at that early second round, I mean, you, we saw guys last night that maybe penciled in that went higher and guys that were penciled in or lower went higher, vice versa. So um, I think for him it was really the combine. I mean, that's what Mitch said kind of really got things moving. He had a really good showing at the combine, um, and I think that's what kind of got things rolling for him. So. You know, I think the I think I remember Mitch saying too that was a guy they had a lot higher up on their board than um, where he ended at 41 too. So um, I think it's just one of those things. I think when you get into the second round, people start looking for different things. Maybe you can start drafting for fit as opposed to need and things like that. So I don't think it was anything more about Amari Bailey falling for any particular reason. I think he was just happened to be there. The Hornets really liked him, and then they obviously jumped on the opportunity to get him. So uh, I really like it. I, I I love the pick. I think it's a guy that again fits the nba in the sense of big guard athletic guard shooter um he's got a lot of things that can help get his foot in the door at the nba level right from the start now they talked about nick smith jr and how he could have been perhaps a top 10 pick if he would have been able to play the full season at arkansas i mean what do you see for him as far as in a couple of years could we be talking about him potentially being uh just as good or right up under Brandon Miller as far as being a contributor and his talent level. Oh, absolutely. I think as you know, we've seen in the past few years that late first round has been, I mean, there were a lot of talented guys in that late first round, and there's always, um, you know, I, I think the, the 
not problem, but you know the the question marks with Nick Smith. You just didn't get to see a lot of him this year, and I think it's hard when he you know he sits out games and you had to come back in the middle of the season and for someone that hasn't played college basketball to kind of learn things on the fly for a team like Arkansas that um, I think went to the Elite Eight the previous year. I mean they obviously yeah. had big uh, aspirations, and it's just tough. You never really find your footing, but the talent is certainly there. I mean, like I said, you know, and this applies to Bailey too. Is you don't become top five high school player and without by accident i mean you obviously are very very talented and you have a lot of skills so um i think for sure this is you know and mitch said it last night is like you won't really know for a couple of years but you could easily look back and he could be a guy the nba teams were like maybe we overthought it a little bit you know maybe we we're just too hesitant about what happened and he didn't play enough at arkansas and you just got nervous and you do a redraft and he goes you know, 10, 15 spots higher. So, and that's where they had him at the start of the year. I think you look back a year ago. He was like number three. Yeah. I mean, he was projected really, really high. I mean, he was. Co-MVP at a Jordan brand class. Yeah. Yeah. And McDonald's All-American, same with Bailey. Um, you know, and it just, sometimes these things happen. You know, you, you look at that, uh, whether it's circumstances or you go to environments where you're not taking on as big a role as maybe you had in high school and you've got to adapt to it. You know, it, it, it can be, um, you know, it's an inexact science, but yeah, for sure. I, I think I love the upside of Nick Smith. I think this is something that you could look back on and, and, and say, you know what, the Hornets really got lucky with this pick. I, I know the theatrics are a part of the pick not coming in in a timely manner at the top of the draft, but it did feel like the pick for Nick Smith came in faster than it did for Brandon Miller. And Mitch Kupchak even said, we had him way higher, like top 16, something like that. And there he was at 27. We were all pretty sur- uh, surprised, and it seems to be the approval rating very high for the Hornets fan base on that selection. That's the voice of Sam Purley, the lead Hornets.com writer. You can follow him on Twitter, at Sam underscore Purley. One or two questions before we get you out of here, mm-hmm. Sam. One thing I wanted to ask is just the morale around the organization. Sam Farber came in. He's skipping anywhere that he goes today. Hornets play-by-play announcer. Mitch Kupchak even talked about it in his Wednesday media availability that they're going to have a big-time decision that they make that is going to improve the roster right at number two. And I'm actually a little surprised that they made four picks. I thought you might even see two trades, but you're getting so much talent. Seems like the morale is pretty damn high. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, coming off last season where you only won 27 games and just injury after injury and, you know, one guy would get healthy and come back and then the next guy would get hurt. I mean, it never really uh, got off the ground. So, you know, going into the offseason and kind of just taking a breather and then getting that second overall pick, I mean, it just kind of breathes life into the team and life into the organization this summer. And then to be able to add um, just a a do-everything kind of guy and a really rare talent in Brandon Miller and the stuff that he can do right off the bat and then to kind of complement it with some some really high-end talents in Amari Bailey and Nick Smith um, I think is a really good springboard for this Hornets organization coming off a tough season last year and now you're going into free agency you're going into summer league um, hopefully everyone's getting healthy hopefully the injuries are not nearly as big an issue this coming season but um, yeah the morale is high right now I'm excited I think you know Mitch seems to be excited uh, Sam Farber as you can tell is obviously very excited oh, yeah he's ready to go so uh, by the way I saw his get up too. help me out Wes Concords is what he's wearing. You know, too. You're a Jordan guy. I think right, I Sam? saw them. I don't think. Okay, yes. Those yes. Were Big thumbs up. Sam, okay. he went, he changed, he put on his suit, he put on some Concords as well, and he's extremely excited, strutting his stuff all across the Spectrum Center. So, what kind of. Do you have Jordans on today? I do, yes. I was about to say, what do you have on for us? Okay. I have, yeah. um, these are the Tinker. 
Jordan 3s? Yeah, because those are the ones that have the Nike swoosh on it. Um, Wes, can you give him a fire or fizzle real quick? Oh, yeah, those are fire. Okay, sure. sweet. No awesome. question about it. I love comfortable, them. yeah. <laughs> I think these are, I think, um, what is it? It's like the original design for the Jordan 3 or something. Wait. Um, it's not not what they've settled on, obviously, but it was like one of the original sketches or something, and then they later on made it uh, down the line. So I think that's what it well, is. Well, this so. is a three group. I'm new to the yeah. game, and I've got like three pairs of Jordans, and two of them are Jordan 3s. So Very comfortable. I, oh, yes, so big time fire for me if it means yeah. anything. Yeah, no doubt. Sam Purley <laughs> joining us with the Jordan Heat and the draft knowledge. You can follow him, as I said, at Sam underscore Purley on Twitter. Sam, we appreciate the time, my man. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Much appreciated. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.